Greetings, Wanderers. You just pressed play on the best damn Babylon 5 podcast there is. The last best Babylon 5 podcast. The premise? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Two of the hosts of the show have never seen Babylon 5 before. We're watching it for the first time. And one of the hosts has seen it all. I'm Steve. I'm one of the hosts who has never seen Babylon 5 before. I've also never seen the 1998 straight-to-video sequel, Dennis the Menace Strikes Again, starring Don Rickles, Betty White, and Brian Doyle Murray. Joining me, in total Babylon 5 ignorance, is Sean. Uh, hello. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> alright. Uh, yeah, I have, I've not seen Babylon 5 before, um, and, uh, yeah, excited to talk. Um, yeah, I also haven't seen that Dennis to Menace sequel. I feel like, I don't know if anybody has, uh, if I'm being honest. I, I had the original it's Dennis also... the Menace, uh, on tape that I used. I used to watch the original Dennis the Menace all the time, um, so that movie, for whatever reason, is, like, uh, just, uh, uh, in my memory forever, uh, but the sure. sequel, uh, ne never saw it. It's also called Dennis 2, Dennis Strikes Again. And it's Don Rickles' last uh, film role, uh, final live-action performance. Uh, yeah, because he was in Toy Story. Don Rickles was alive for a while after that. So, yeah. You know, he was going on yeah. Letterman and stuff. So Great on great in Casino. But, uh, uh, yeah, he, had, he decided to leave it all on the table with for Dennis, Dennis II. Um, was, any of the, was any of the original no. cast in the film? Absolutely not. Okay, nope. okay. All right. Not a single one. This is just that, you know, that era um all right so and uh so anyway. ben uh that, that's sean he's totally ignorant and this is ben who's not ignorant at all he's seen it all it's ben i'm not ignorant at all about babylon 5 or about many things i'm not ignorant about the ways of love i'm not in ignorant about what's really going on behind the scenes on the world scene i know it all i'm like have you seen, uh, uh, have you seen yeah. dennis the menace too? Yeah, of course. I'm I'm a Don Rickles completist. <laughs> yeah, right. I, Ben did tell me the other week that he's like, I'm going through the complete Don Rickles. I um, I say the Don Rickles is in. I say Don because uh, his Don initials Rickles, are DR. He said like Don Doctor. Rickles from womb to tomb. Yeah, um, and I was like, all right, womb to tomb. from womb right. to tomb. Because yeah. yeah, it was when I was like eight years old or whatever when Toy Story one came out and I saw it in the theaters. I was it like, was, it was billed as Toy Story one as well. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. said there are more to come, and yeah. that's what it, it was it, like it, a George it, Lucas thing where he's like, I wrote the whole trilogy out, mm -hmm. um, plus four. Four was written, I think, before the first one even was. Written. Yeah, they they wrote four, um, yeah. because they they well they were and they were Lightyear. planning the and seeds. They wrote Lightyear. They wrote Lightyear. Yes, uh, the year. I think even the year before that, I think Lightyear was the first thing they yeah, wrote. Absolutely. Light, well, Lightyear, Lightyear of course, it sets the table. Yeah, um, the table. It's canonically I, I before say, everything else. I, I will say, uh, I recently uh, half-watched uh, Lightyear because I was just on a, a family uh, vacation, and yeah. there's a lot of little little children that I'm related to, so Lightyear was put up on the television. Uh -huh. um, and so I like kind of half-watched it, you want to know what? Not bad. Cool. Uh, you know, like right. they watched a bunch of other recent children's films that were all garbage. 
And then, like, they put on light gear, and I was uh, like, all right, well, I'll check this out. Ben's too scared uh, to name names because he doesn't want to ruffle feathers in Hollywood. Was it uh, the Emoji movie that they watched? Yeah, it was uh, the Emoji (laughs) movie and uh, Angry Birds the movie. Uh, (laughs) Right. Was it the Marmaduke Marmaduke film? and, oh, and of course, the, the, the Marmaduke, Marmaduke film. Uh, film uh, we, have uh, we have actually starring uh, Pete Davidson and uh, a mom with a dumb truck ass. Bleep. Wow. Yeah, was bleep. We had to bleep. Ben's, that al- Ben's already getting horned up. And you know what? I can't blame him after the show. I, we you know, just this watched. Is un- this is unfortunate because uh, all of my friend's children I told to listen to this episode. And this is unfortunate. Oh, no. Well, it's very unfortunate yeah. timing because we have a great show for you today. We are discussing sick transit veer uh which which wow isn't it funny it also means something in latin so goes man wow well, there you go well i don't think uh veer went this episode <laughs> if you understand what i'm saying well what um, is this episode veer has been breaking the law and how will that affect his upcoming break marriage the to the, the beautiful lindisti Breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> but uh, before we get into this episode about a beautiful lady, uh, we do have a couple segments here. First of all, first of all, we are all big fans of you, mm-hmm. our listeners. Mm-hmm. And we love it when you reach out to us. And you could find us on Twitter and Instagram at LastBestB5. And you could send us an email at LastBestB5 at gmail.com. Uh, so Ben, what what's in the mailbag today? Oh, you know, I just checked the last best B five mailbag, and uh, we got a, a an email uh, from our friend Chris. Uh, Chris writes, "Hello, all. First, I would uh, I would like to say I love the podcast. I Thank watched B five when it was on TV, and since it's been on HBO Max, I've watched it all the way through twice. Ooh. Oh, oh, I also have all DVDs." This current bronze lifestyle is a bit weird, but cool. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, and, uh, Sean, uh, uh, perk your ears up. I think I can convert Sean to bronze if he would just look on Twitch and search for that bronze girl. Uh, I and I want to uh, say right here, I I did not search this before <laughs> I read this email. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you boys take care, and I'll get back to my Jacarla Baldi story. I hope to have some of it done soon. Live long and prosper. Wink emoji, Chris. You. P.S. You could use my name if you want to. Well, we want to, and we just did. We'd love to hear from our listeners. If you want your words read on this show, send us a nice email. We'll read it. Yeah. Or leave us a nice review. If it's a nice review, five stars, please. We'll read it on the air. If it's a mean review, less than five stars, we'll read it on the toilet, and we're going to flush it down, and it's going to be terrible. Um, so thank you, listeners. Now, I do want to make it clear, we touched on this earlier, that the last best Babylon 5 podcast is more than a Babylon 5 podcast. It is a lifestyle podca- podcast. And here we proudly celebrate the bronze lifestyle. Steve, Steve hold on, hold on. Um, no? I still have the, the last best B5 uh, Gmail account open. Uh-huh. And uh, I want to I wanna stop here because uh, somebody, somebody sent us an email. And uh, I think this is actually a little more important um, oh, okay. than well, what you were about to get us? into. Who sent us an email? What's the story? Uh, it's an email from Bullfrogger. 
Um, he, oh, he found our here. email address. <laughs> okay. He he found. I don't know how Bullfrogger found our email um, address after leaving that horrible. All right. Review. So so if anyone right. forget forgot, uh, Bullfrogger <laughs> is a fake person that does isn't real. Um, who apparently keeps leaving negative reviews for us uh, that I've never been able to find. And Ben and Steve keep claiming that these reviews have been posted. Can't find them anywhere. They won't link me to them. Well, what's what's um, the story so here? What's Bullfrogger This is doing? a fictional, just to give everyone just a very clear thing. And Sean, people can be like, oh, Sean, you're ruining the bit or whatever. I don't give, I really don't care. This is all fake. Uh, they made, they're making bit. this up. Um, what's going on here? And it's, I'm not, I am not going to let the charade uh, continue, but please continue. Yeah, Ben. Uh, well, well, this, Ben uh, must whatever, have like sickeningly I'm, I'm editing, emailed uh, himself in, in a strange I'm way. I'm editing whatever uh sean just said out i actually had my ears <laughs> covered and i hit the mute button so i don't even know what sean just said it's probably yeah. uh more compliments of the of sweet chris's email yeah anyway uh speaking of emails email. uh so bullfrogger's email um it, it's kind of cryptic i really can't understand very much of it um but uh there was an attachment and now okay. this might I don't think this is a good idea, but, you know, it might put a virus on my computer. He's a sworn enemy of Last Best V5, and he he knows that, uh, you know, like, if I open this, you know, I'm editing the episodes. This could take down my computer. This could stop the whole show, you know, but wow. yeah. very, I, I, I want to know. So uh, there there's this attachment, and it's uh, this, this MP3. So um, okay. uh, wow. it, it says, uh, like, uh, uh, Rochester... Uh, underscore New York underscore Morning underscore News. That MP. Okay, Rochester. Okay, Rochester New New York Morning News. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. So, uh, like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. And so, if you live in Grove Place, keep an eye out for Jason Alexander as he films the pilot for the action-packed new drama Rochester Justice. And on a more somber note, the family of Wilbur Grandpa Devlin has confirmed via a post on their Discord server that the beloved grandfather and Bronze Baron has died. The cause of death? A knife fight with a man witnesses described as belligerent, cruel, and anti-bronze. Please be on the lookout for the suspect, an angry, bronze-hating white male, uh, mid-30s, possibly from Chicago, Illinois, we believe with a mop of salt Mm. and pepper hair and, it seems, Mm. two cats. Mm. Wilbur is survived by his sons and grandsons, Ernie, Brayden, Tommy, and many others named... Oh, and, and it cuts out. It it cut oh, out boy. there. It, it it cut out there. Sure. So. Well, uh, I recognize uh, the voices of those two people as people I know, and um, that wasn't that was fake. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that's from sounds Rochester, like Grandpa. Yeah, that's from. I I I have no. I, I have that. no. That's, I have no I verification. I have no verification of that. And I'm gonna um, have I to verify it. It's real. I'm wow, gonna take that's... my computer down to the computer shop down the street because I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure there were all sorts of viruses on this. Oh you my can gosh! Do that. Um, feel free to do that. Uh, do what you need to do. Grandpa um, Devlin is dead. Man. Um. But, well, I what... I did notice that I I didn't get my last bronze payment. Yeah, and that I mean, was I mean, payment um, in bronze. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So he died in a knife fight. I wonder who stabbed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they said, you know, it was just like, someone. I'll, I'll be completely blunt with you. Um, yeah. This horrible family is mixed up in a lot of bad things. So God knows who, but I, I, I'm sure. Yeah, someone it, from Chicago who has two cats and some, <laughs> so a lot of gray hairs. And... That they would even, 
How would that be a detail? And who hate who hate bronze? <laughs> Listen, that's just remember when you played Carmen San Diego and you would like uh-huh. kind of go from like you'd talk to people in the town like when you went there and they'd be like uh oh they they loved uh the art of uh leonardo da da vinci and you're like all right well it's somewhere in italy probably rome and then it's like and also his favorite author was mark twain like you know it was like that probably like somehow an onlooker uh uh, saw the crime take place and then and then gathered some additional information about whoever this was his cats location chicago illinois Uh mid-30s white male Mm, I so, guess it could be anyone. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll just anyone. say, um, uh, oh yeah, it could be anyone. I, I know you're, you're you're trying to say that I went uh, with a knife and murdered an old man, uh, which is a strange way to start this show off um, with uh, a strange. <laughs> that's that's essentially what's happening here. Uh, before we go into any of these bronze we're not, segments, we're not first off, that was whatever. just an audio sent to us. Uh, but I will say, I, I will say, uh, just definitively. Um, it, I really don't care. Um, don't care. I, 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 uh, hmm. don't, I, I don't have any strong opinion on this. Um, I dislike the devil and family. Uh, I think they're all pretty lousy people. Hmm. Um, I've hmm. never talked to one that I liked. Uh, hmm. I think all of okay. these, uh, sponsorships are, uh, Sean, I think incredibly as a, as a, pointless. Um, you might, for the, the sake and of the law, the two, you my might two, wanna... my two co-hosts are, are, uh, being grifted constantly. They're just the dumbest people alive. Uh, they just let themselves fall for this over and over again, and I don't think they're sure, even but... being compensated in any real way. If you're being sent bronze, that's probably you know basically worthless, uh, and and it's not worth uh, it. You should probably be paid in actual money. Um, and that if you're not money. being paid in actual money, then you're bronze being scammed. You are being you're being scammed. When everything this collapses, is, this is probably some kind of MLM we'll kind of scheme. With bronze. Um, and uh, yeah, just the dumbest people alive. So that's well, all I'll say. Where were you in Rochester at all? This weekend, yeah. Maybe? Were you at um, Abbott's Custard? <laughs> no. Were you at the George Eastman house? No, I wasn't. Were you enjoying one of the no, famous I was in, no, white I've pots? In my, I've been in my apartment all fucking week. Okay? Do you have any? Um, I'm li- <laughs> anyone can verify? Yeah. Uh, Probably. Could you yeah. call anyone can in Rochester that didn't see you? I, why would I do that? Am I under investigation? Well, you hate bronze. Uh-huh. If you see something, say something. That's what I've always said. Oh, are you? Uh, are I you? I said that uh, before nine eleven. Hey, can I be ask? Clear. Can I ask both of you a question? Are either of you the fucking police, or do I have to keep talking to you about this? Well, I would get uh, a lawyer. I would recommend a lawyer. I'd why? Oh, why? Why is that, Steve? Just people witnessed a, a mid thirties Chicagoan <laughs> with two cats stabbing <laughs> this man. There's a lot of mid thirties Chicagoans with hair? two cats and salt and pepper hair. Yes. Yes, it's a big city. Yes, I'm sure. It's a it's a big city. I don't even hate bronze. All right, well, if you hate bronze, bronze. I have neutral opinions about bronze. And you have two cats. I don't like. If you live in Chicago, send us an email. Lastbestb5. Not that I hate bronze itself. I have no strong opinion about bronze. So you can turn yourself in. Or at least I didn't have a strong opinion about bronze itself until this incredibly stupid segment started, and then it made me hate it. I get a lawyer. To help pretend, uh, uh, protect just don't, I'm not taking legal advice from you, of all people. I just get a lawyer. Well, uh, rest in rest peace, Grandpa day. Devlin, who set yeah, us up with the pissed. greatest hopefully, sponsorship hopefully that this someone, show's ever had. Hopefully his, his murder will be caught. Hopefully his family will find uh, justice. Um, yeah. Maybe Jason Alexander could help with that. Um, mm-hmm. 
the Rochester Justice television program. Um, well, that's very sad. Uh, what a bummer. Hopefully we can cheer up with this episode of Babylon 5. Oh, we yeah. are watching uh, Seer, Transit, Veer, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you fucking Tim and on uh, cinema who's read by Jim watching a sick transit <laughs> what the hell are you doing sick veer tyrannus uh all right well taking us through this episode is not me it is ben so i hand oh, I, my brass baton to him i thought you were your brass baton uh oh my a new yeah, era d- a new um, era yeah uh, uh, well, I thought you were going to pass it off to Family Circuses, not me, my favorite character. Um, <clears throat> all right, so we begin. Uh, this is Sick Transit Beer. It's written by J. M- Michael Straczynski. Uh, if I know you're that guy. Familiar with that man? Um, yeah. And uh, 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 directed by Jesus uh, Trevino, who's uh, directed a couple pretty great looking episodes uh, so far. And um, this this one continues to look pretty good, I think. Uh, we begin, yeah. we see uh, Babylon 5, we, we see now, uh, this is a new establishing shot of uh, the station, or maybe one that was introduced last uh, uh, episode, where now we've got, like, uh, Minbari ships and yes. other alien ships, like, There's a flying saucer. Yeah, we gotta, I forget who's, because I think we know who, like, what alien, I think that's been <clears throat> identified if not uh, earlier, then probably later. And I, I forget who that is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Babylon 5. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, we, we start uh, hot. Oh, yeah. I think it's the, the yeah. heat is up already. The, the, the heat is on. Now, this scene, I think, is also meant to kind of underline. Like, the, the, the scene is uh, kind of the, the kickoff for, like, Ivana's little seat plot of this episode. But I think it's also supposed to remind you at the top of the the show that they're no longer wearing earth alliance uh uniforms like i think that's one of the main purposes of the scene which is that it it lingers we're in cnc and it lingers on everybody's busy at work they're all a bunch of busy bees and uh now they're not wearing uh their uniforms they're wearing kind of uh, uh just these blue pattern shirts um yeah. with uh b5 patches on it and uh Ivanova walks in and she's gung-ho and ready to get to work and uh you know talking about all the ships that are coming and going uh but there's something a little uh, uh, uh fishy something's a little, something's a little different uh, here uh-oh. there's something um uh, did she do something with her hair yeah did she uh oh she did something like with her hair yeah maybe it's a new tattoo uh, did she have like a pink stripe did she add like a pink stripe uh to her hair or something no yeah. no my friends is a nude woman she's nude she's all nude and i heard tame <laughs> i heard sean across the the, the city yelping and, and belping yeah i was like uh, was he was shooting like, guns into the like, air oh my god a woman's neck <laughs> her <laughs> shoulders <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah legs legs Yeehaw! Was, it was very exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah. So he got his, his uh, six shooter out and just was firing off into the air and, yeah. and hopping on both both uh, feet. Yeah, it's yeah, clicking his heels together. Um, yeah. And uh, we see everybody in CNC notices this and they're shocked, in, including there's Except this one woman. There's one guy. In, 
Oh, really? I, I missed There's this. There's one guy who's like into it. He's like, mm. Mm-hmm. I missed that. I was focusing on there's one woman who was especially shocked. She put her hand over her mouth and she's just like, Sean, oh! was there someone? So Steve is identifying with the uh, with the guy who's like, yeah, oh, like, final, oh, final, finally some nude of Yeah, was it Corwin? Because he was, was like, this is Corwin. what I've been. Finally, I bought her these expensive flowers. I don't flowers. seeing Corwin in this. Yeah, I don't uh, think moment. Corwin's in this episode. Uh, but anyway, no, yeah, I didn't see him uh anyway uh it turns out it was just a classic nude nightmare it was a nude nightmare who hasn't had a nude nightmare so we uh we now are a on mare. a nude mare we're on centauri prime and uh we see veer who uh recently was told uh by Miguel barrett uh that uh he will one day be emperor uh uh looking at the throne yeah. he's not you just know. looking baby he is he's stroking he is, it he is stroking it yeah, big time. yeah you know and and, and this is not the, the first time that veer will be caught stroking it in this episode <laughs> and um, he will be stroking it uh, yeah he these people be, are uh, horny for this chair like Lon- i didn't londo be like oh the chair well you know they all, wanna, they all wanna fuck this chair yeah they stroke it to the east they stroke it to the west yeah they stroke it to the woman that they love the best um so uh Veer, uh, a minister, uh, walks in, and uh, uh, Veer is, is, he's like, oh, 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 you didn't see me jerk, <laughs> stroking the throne, no, no, uh, uh, and uh, it's a minister, he just wants to talk about how oh, the guy. emperor loves Veer's reports, this but there are, there are parts that seem like, uh, did Londo rewrite them, and uh, we, we know that he has. And it's a, uh, he's like, yeah, no, no. The emperor likes that you're, you're honest about what's happening on Midbar. You know, keep it up. And Veer uh, uh, is, is quite edified by this. And then uh, the minister's like, oh, yum. I also have a racist joke for you. Please stop. Yeah, at first I was like, wow, this guy's great. Like, this guy is just, yeah. they, they take this character that could just be a simple line delivery man. And they give him a personality, which is he's this kind of like wimpy little uh, stooge. And he then he has a joke, and I'm like, this guy rules. And then yeah. he tells the joke. I'm like, oh no, this guy's a yeah. racist. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little Oops. racist Narn joke that he can't can't wait to tell. And uh, it's uh, what's more dangerous than a room full of angry Narn? And it's uh, one Narn with the key. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a really racist joke, but it's not great. Yeah, it's just like it's. I think it's also just it's not a particularly good joke. Uh, I would say he's punching down though. Yeah, um, he's, he's punching down. He it's, a, have, it's a it's a poor uh, punching down uh, joke. Uh, so this is uh, this is Minister Maher, uh, uh, Mayor Bill Bill uh, Bill uh, Maher. Yeah, Bill it's Maher, Minister wow. Bill Maher. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Veer's like, ha ha, that's funny. Well, and, Sean, I gotta uh, say, turns, if you, Sean, if you didn't think this joke was funny, uh, get, buckle up for some real JMS lines this episode. Oh, uh, this, this is, I wrote is, uh, no less is, than like four times JMS line of the episode next to four different, like, yeah, he's, he was, he was, he was unhinged in this episode. He was, yeah. he was ready to go. He's like, I've been, I've been held back by these serious episodes. Not anymore. I'm, I'm gonna fuck this one up. Um, and, uh, so, 
Veer, Veer's like, ha ha, and then he, he walks away. And then he walks into that very room filled with angry Narn. Boom. I thought this might have been a dream, but it wasn't. Yeah, that one was not a dream. This one was not a dream. This, this one was drill. not a dream. We do not live inside a dream. Not a dream. Gee, Dave, it's not a dream. All right. Um. Uh. So now uh, we get the opening. I I want to make a a point here. Or uh, okay. after after the opening credits, this this first scene where we have Ivanova and Sheridan in the cafeteria. Because uh-huh. this is a a topic of frequent discussion both by us and the show. Uh huh. Which is uh, they're always we we had what two three episodes ago. An opening where uh, uh, Garibaldi is complaining about the food. Oh, because he's eating that blue pudding, and he's yeah, like, he's, hey, he's why eating, I, having why I eat blue blueberry. Every day? He's having blueberry yogurt or whatever. Why do and I he's like, "Oh, pudding? this is all they have. This this slop. This disgusting garbage. This is all I've had it every day every for day. all these years." And then, and and then we take a look at the the food, and on Ivanova's plate, she has uh like this Steamed fresh fruit salad. I thought, they were I thought it was a fruit salad. I thought I saw kiwi in there, but I could be wrong. Maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, and then a, a to- television and then a, a, a toaster strudel. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She, she has a toaster strudel uh, on there. There's a, this uh, is a full buffet. They're walking down a line and picking things well, they're up. In a, like a, a hotel. This is a, like a hotel continental breakfast. It's a continental breakfast. Yeah, yeah. And Garibaldi's like, every day we eat blue goo. And it's like, not today. They they pissed yeah, off Chef, which yeah. turns out to be Jonathan Frakes. Um, I can't. I sorry, this is a spoiler, but in the 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 famous and beloved Babylon Five finale, uh, it is revealed that the the chef is also Jonathan Frakes. I mean, that would be. I amazing. knew it. That would be amazing. <laughs> I knew it. That sorry to spoil good. it, but I it's you not know a spoiler. I, I, I already knew. I already knew about it. Oh so. yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. It's very well. well they done. they stole that idea for Enterprise, and that's actually why the nerds were so upset. Yeah, you, you oh. can't. You can't oh, steal. Oh, I idea. see. Yeah. I see. The, yeah, the the finale of uh, Babylon Five is it's a uh, <laughs> hologram <laughs> during Pegasus on on next gen. <laughs> the whole the whole five years of Babylon Five was just a hologram simulation. Yeah, Riker. Riker. <laughs> he wanted to figure uh, out what to do during Pegasus. I've learned so much. Yeah, about uh, from Londo and fear about uh, the uh, uh, Orlons. Oh, that Londo, I can say that he held he has a healthy libido. Healthy libido. Yeah, I'll say. Well, that's a that's a classic only for, I think us maybe one listener. Um, but, uh, well, it's a classic for anyone who's seen the TNG episode, the outrageous Okona. Healthy libido. For context, uh. <laughs> Many years ago, we used to have a Star Trek podcast, and Sean, uh, and then later us, because... Uh, why doesn't Babylon 5 have its own outrageous Okona episode? Why, why don't they... Why doesn't Babylon 5 question. have an episode where it just... Everything pauses because an outrageous rogue just shows up and starts <laughs> well, charming our... I mean, honestly, Sean, there are a lot of episodes where that happens, Sean, have, you heard of this guy, have you heard of this guy, Marcus? <laughs> yeah, but Marcus does not have a healthy libido. Anyway, yeah. but but oh, no. in the in the episode Outrageous Akona, libido. <laughs> yeah, he has a damaged libido. Yeah, Riker immediately, uh, because he's such a coxman, just immediately <laughs> sniffs out when Akona he beams him. He's aboard. Like, this guy, this he, guy. He turns to what was it like Troy or someone, 
and goes, uh, this, this to, guy. I hope it was, I hope it was Wesley. Outrageous. So it's this like, guy shows up on the Wesley. ship. He starts like hitting on, I think it's literally, uh, 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 Terry Hatcher is playing, uh, and like an ensign. Um, He's and he like, starts hey, hitting on her hey, and baby. Riker immediately says, uh, I see that he has a, a something. I don't remember what it is. He has he like goes, a, a healthy something. Something. And then he goes, and he goes uh, and a healthy libido as well. Healthy libido. <laughs> like he admires, or he's like he has he a sniffs his libido effect out. on women. Yeah, he has. What an incredible libido he has! I must learn from his. It's his such ways. a bizarre. Yeah, that's you. Just it's one of those lines that you get in the first two seasons of TNG. Yeah. Of, yeah. of just like weirdly. I think it's beautiful. Weirdly, like kind of threateningly horny. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> well, we have that in this episode. That's and why we we're that. thinking it's, it's, about it. Is the Jeffrey Lindsay Sinclair is way the outrageous Akona? Yeah, uh, just as a war criminal. All right. So, um, uh, anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> Sheridan and uh, Ivanova are talking. She explains that she's been having bad dreams, and Sheridan says, "Listen, you know, you're you're having these dreams. You're feeling lost, and we are lost right now. We just went. Now we're we're untethered." uh like that well, they're both, or like they're the both movie. career crim- yeah. uh, career criminals well well yeah, actually obviously. yeah i mean uh, you but could they're say career that. military and they're just like and now we don't have earth anymore so of course we feel a little weird and she's like i dealt with that but not in your subconscious yeah and um uh and sheridan says and here we go this was uh this is another jms line for me it's a, well, <laughs> it could be worse. You could be having one of those nude dreams. And she's uh, like, ha, 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 This one, this, this episode is the, the one of a million half-hearted laughs. I wish that Harlan had another uh, voiceover cameo in this episode. Uh, yeah, that would have been funny. So now, uh, uh, we, uh, time for another, uh, Kumik, uh, scene, which is that, uh, we see Londa, uh, sneaking, uh, around, like his head is like, just, you know, peeking up over his over, counter. Over counter. Yeah. And, uh, we hear like a little scritter of, uh, a bug. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's trying to. Definitely to a, squ- definitely a scritter. Yeah. Hilarious, hilarious scritter. <laughs> and, um. Uh, he, there, there's this this little bug scrittering about, and uh, Londo calls maintenance. There, there's some bugs. There's a bug in his quarters. What are you gonna do about it? And the guy's like, "Listen, um, we're busy." And uh, to be honest, ever since uh the certain situation, like the guy is very funny. He's like, "Ever since uh things have changed or something, we've changed our status. Yeah. Uh, we have uh less less uh inspectors." Less people, it's- yeah. Yeah, because Sorry. of COVID, uh, a lot of like you know we we've lost some of the our our workforce and um, Londo's yeah, like, deal well, with it. I hate bugs, and the guy's like, well, tough titty, and tough hangs shit. up, and uh, so then Londo pulls uh, what some call a knife uh, yeah. from. There's from a lot episode. of knives uh, in this this episode. Some call yeah. would call them swords, but I I just call them. I knife. call it a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, some people have called this episode "Knives 2. Um, yeah, I yeah. can see it. Sure. Uh, anyway, so uh, Lando pulls a, a knife uh, from his wall, and he he kills the bug, and it it looks like a turd. Um, yeah, it doesn't look good. 
the scene yeah this scene kept going didn't it you know (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh but but there's a payoff because uh there's a a -a ring-a-ding at the door and uh who is it but a a a beautiful gal yeah and um just immediately is like she's like are you londo and he goes yeah baby well i mean he says that because everyone's had their austin powers obsession uh yeah this is a very austin powers episode i can't wait yeah so uh veer uh is at the the docks and he's he's did did you notice his costume is a little more rich in the like he's got like his costume implies a little more wealth in this episode. Yeah, you know, like, I didn't he, notice that. It's like a, a nicer costume than he normally uh, has worn. Well, his, his, you know, his, his station has rose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, he's a little disappointed. His, his friend Londo isn't waiting for him. It's like, where's my friend Londo? He usually greets me. Yeah. And he talks to a guy. He's like, is Londo here? And the guy literally has no lines. He's just like, get away. No. No. He, he, he's, he's too busy. He doesn't have time for this crap. I don't have time for that crap. The Centauri bullshit. Yeah. And uh, so uh, now uh, we have a walk and talk with Sheridan and Deline. Can and... I just say something real quick about yeah, this? Please, uh, please, please. Just see. something I noticed. And they talk about this in this in this scene. And I just want to get ahead of it. You know, they've had a lot of days in the strife. But yeah. today... It's just a day in the life. But it's just a day in the life. Um, it is not I, a day in the strife. I do think there are some moments where I think I think some people are having a day in the strife. Well, we'll Beer get is to having the day a day in the, day strife. In the strife. We'll get to the day in the strife. But right now, for for John Sheridan, for JS, day in the day in the life, not the strife. That's true. Yeah. Wow. I think. It's yeah. True. You know what? Finally, things are looking up. This is the, there. There is kind of a funny pattern on babylon 5 where they have to and this goes back to the first season where like in order to kind of justify having a slice of life episode to like nerd viewers they they have to have the the big boy in charge our friend john sheridan or jeffrey sinclair say things have been quiet but since p5 is quiet now i'm (laughs) so we can have an episode that's about more mild things <laughs> yeah we could have our home run derby episode now yeah like because because that goes back to the first season remember like there were a couple episodes where like sinclair's like well things are quiet right now <laughs> so yeah uh garibaldi uh go uh spend uh like a week helping uh your best friend who will show up in the yeah, go series in finale fight. with jonathan frakes <laughs> <laughs> um and uh but anyway so they are having a day in the life and um <clears throat> uh things are uh, like clark is too busy dealing with uh, fighting back on earth everyone's planning their next move they, they got, they're just having a day in the life and uh so sheridan thinks this is the perfect time to say will you go on a date with me he asks Ooh. Oh, to Delenn, yeah. Yeah, he, he asks Delenn. Him and Delenn on the Zocalo. Here's a little humor. Uh, he says, I would like to see you tonight. And Delenn, she doesn't understand Earther colloquialisms. Very She's like, I'm mm-hmm. seeing you right now. Like, okay. But I am seeing you right now. 
right now uh, the this uh yeah it's pretty humorous it's a, little, it's a little they're having fun it's a she's a she's an alien it's like it's it's just a little bit of <laughs> someone like either complimented jms on his writing and he, he got a big head and decided to go big for this episode or someone didn't edit it because uh you know who could have you know what would have taken this episode uh, up a notch who could have written this episode and would have been Emerald better. Emerald Legacy! Kick it up a notch! Hey! If he had Emerald come in and bam Get it up. Bam! Bam! bam. bam. Kick it up a notch! It's some garlic. Hey. Hey. But you know who would have added a little garlic to this episode? Yeah is uh peter david and i'm not even kidding here yeah of course um, he would have because if if peter david who the the guy who wrote soulmates last I was episode thinking of which him. was the I, I was wife episode him. yeah like that material he he he's very very good at that that was a funny it was, episode. It was very funny and all of like these like all the londo's wives who, who had been built up to that point like they were really uh they were really funny and like uh, very interesting and varied and i think that was that that type of territory i think was just something that peter david was extremely good at yes uh, and I, jms yeah. uh is jms extremely good at it we'll get we'll, we'll talk we'll about it later it. we'll um, talk about it later anyway uh so they're gonna they're gonna have a hot date um so now uh, we we have Wando snickering and sneaking around his living room as if he's setting up a prank uh, for his TikTok. <laughs> yeah, like, he's just like he 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 he. He's like moving uh, curtains and he's sitting down and he hears the doorbell ring but he doesn't get it right he's away. Like, he's like, I got I must look as though I am reading newspaper. Blah blah blah. Little, oh, what is in the news about blood? Um. And so uh, he knows who's at the door. It's it's Veer. It's, it's Veer, uh, clearly. And uh, Veer's here. Veer and um, here. he's he's like, oh, uh, hey, hey, Veer. Um, uh, did they like your reports? And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, they 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 knew you helped. And he's like, uh, did anything interesting happen on Centauri? And, and Veer's like, no, uh, no, no, no. I didn't go into a. Uh, Narn room, and um, Narn and Londo is like, well, I have a little surprise for you, and uh, he opens up a door, and uh, it's the Centauri babe, and she's Veer's wife. What? Uh, and what? then I was very surprised I... that that wasn't the act break. Uh, it's like because then he's like, no, 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 no. It's it's well, she's going to be your wife. You're arranged yeah. to be married. Um, and her her name is Linda Stee, and you're going to be spending the rest of your life with this babe. With this babe. babe. Uh, and then we get a commercial. And here's the commercial, yeah. Do you want to make more money? Sure, we all do. So call this free number to find out how easy it is to train at home for a better career. Yeah, here's the go. commercial. Uh, and uh, it... it we we get the background here. It's that uh, that Veer's uncle, he uh, he set up uh, in a arranged uh, wedding, like because Veer's star is on the rise, and yeah, of uh, uh, Veer has a lot of social value, and so it's like let's let's get married, and she's just like, 
This is yes, uh, please. What did you think about this this actor? I didn't look up uh, her 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 name. I don't I don't know who uh, offhand who this actress is. What did you think of her performance? Because it's very it's very stagey. It's very like yeah, a, very a... much a performance. Very interesting. I, yeah, I liked I, it. I, I liked it. Was this it, yeah. very dead eyed, which I, obviously I think... later on in the episode becomes a well, big part of yeah, it. Yeah, we'll 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 get to it. Um, but yeah, I I think like I think it really worked for what her character especially what it ended up turning yeah. into because she's so like uh like kind of almost like tunnel vision in what she's saying like she's just so like dedicated to it and in saying it with such a conviction that it be it turns from being like like okay i i don't know why this lady is quite like this but it's interesting and then it turns into like oh no oh no uh so it's it's I, I think it's I, I liked her oh, performance. She's, um, I, I liked she's it, on honestly. The, she's a soap actress. She was on a bunch of episodes yeah, of All My Children. I'm, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I thought she did a good job I, with this. I, I liked her, yeah. I thought it was, yeah. It, I, this is a different kind of uh, feel for the show. This is a bit more uh, maybe classically romantic in a way, and she just uh, doesn't have a lot of uh, interior life other than I want to be Veer's wife. And, it, and then we get it later and like yeah i think well, it's very effective i i, yeah, I like her performance yeah. a lot you can I, tell I that they were yeah yeah she reminds me what's like the phrase of like the quiverful woman or like you know like the the people are like uh, the women who are like my my job is to be a good wife to trad, my she's a trad wife yeah and have like a billion children she's trad maybe yeah you can tell that it's very much like a um I don't know. Like, uh, it's it's like a a centauri thing. It's like a centauri, like a like a tradition. A tr yeah, a trad centauri wife. Yeah, she's a is. she's yeah she's like uh, she's posting. Uh, she's the on, Abby Shapiro uh, Twitter of, about uh, like <laughs> Catholic heresies or something, and she's like, and that's yeah. and that's uh that's why uh I yeah I love to be to, to I, I love to be the wife to my man and be like a, yeah like that that kind of chaotic kind of energy like is, yeah, she's is good she's a, she she's a wife well, gal yeah she's a wife gal they're wife yeah. guys but she's a wife well she's a, she's a she's a, and she's that a, is a hubby gal hubby gal carmen carmen thomas is the name of the actress and just yeah. want to give a shout yeah, out i, I thought, thought she, she did a very good job, job. Yeah. honestly yeah uh <clears throat> so um he veers like well you know i i i i'm <laughs> Well, I I always wanted to just marry for love, and this is kind of your little your little, you know, tipping of the hand of what we were just talking. She goes, "Oh, a radical." Well, it's and, not so. And... They have implied a lot of this before, yes, they, like they with have. Lando. Like Lando yeah. is just like well, these other customs are so strange to me. Why would you get married for love when it's literally just a way to like move up in the world? Yeah, yeah, or whatever. So like, right. I was not. This did not tip anything for me other than, oh, this is what the Centauri culture is. Well, and, yeah, and, and we have already had it established that, like, there was that Centauri couple in, like, the first season. That were in love, and Lando yeah. was like, you he idiots, like, you, you fools, you absolutely Yeah. What are you doing? Anyway, You start so, in love, and you end up like the Lockhorns. Yeah. And, well, you know, while, while Lando's reading the Lockhorns, Veer is reading Love Is. Um, so <laughs> we go to C&C. &C and wait, wait, before that, oh, I yeah. just want to say, 
we get a continuation of the incredible runner of the of the bugs in his room. Yeah, we we <laughs> he get starts, yes. He starts throwing glassware at him. I wonder if this will pay off. Maybe it will. Maybe um, it will. So uh, Ivanova is up in CNC, and uh, oh Zelen enters. I gotta say, I love the new uniforms for the the officers. I think they look really cool. Zach's new uniform looks like a trash bag. It is one of the well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've yeah I feel seen. like he got. I feel like he got the the short end of the I stick think here. He looks terrible. Think, that uniform is so ugly. I don't. Ugly. Do they run out of stuff? Well, to like give I them? think at this point, I, I don't think everyone is in their uniform. Like I think that's still his sure. his working outfit because if you recall. Only like the the head officers are like those were yeah, made Delenn by only Glenn. made yeah. But for whatever, if if this is like the security uniform, then it looks it just looks terrible. Uh, and if that's just the clothes he wears, also terrible. Just a terrible costume. Well, Sorry. you know, remember Sorry, Zach. Zach. Zach has a, a clothing thing. Nothing quite fits him. He has a yeah. skin condition, <laughs> and also. As he reveals to Ivanova, he's never up in CNC, and he's only in CNC because Ivanova is a strong woman, which is, uh, you know, he wants wants her to. He's only in CNC because to, uh, to humiliate him. Because um, what's his name is off this episode for some reason. Yeah, like uh, uh, Michael Garibaldi. Alfredo is yeah, uh, a was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, taking a, a, a nap. Taking a nap, and um, <clears throat> so uh, he's like, uh, listen, um. Well, I've got something to say to you, but uh, before, you know, I, I'm never in here. I, I, I don't get to look out the window. Uh, and I have a little wow. JMS joke for you, which is, uh, you know, you know, seeing all the, those stars out there, it makes me feel naked in front of the universe. And uh, I, I'm going to say <laughs> I, I did this. <laughs> That's pretty good. I kind of like that one. Sure. Uh, that one that one works for me. Uh, <laughs> You know. Um, and uh, he's like, well, listen, you know, I, I, I got something I got to run by you. Uh, I would have run it by uh, Garibaldi, but he's off this episode. So he's got a, a, a paper he wants to run by Ivanova. And uh, it's it's a well, we, we've been seeing a lot of Narn coming through and uh, uh, that's fine. But uh, there's papers that like their transit papers are all signed by this guy. Abrahamo Lincoln. Wait a Very minute. Fun. Very fun. And uh, she's like, "What the? What the fuck?" The this first swear be. on the show. The first actual yeah, the swear. First, the first swear on the show. And, uh, and she's like, "Whose office is? Whose office is approving these?" Um. And so now we're we're in the gardens, and and Vera's chatting with this beautiful woman, Linda. She's Steen. so beautiful, Linda. Steen. And um. And she's like, uh, so uh, do you love me yet? <laughs> and uh, he's like, it's been, uh, a, it's been a nice afternoon. Are you in love with me yet? And he's like, uh, no. And she goes like, come on, you know, I think you want to marry me and be my husband. Yeah. Don't you think I'm a beautiful gal? I'm such a beautiful gal. Do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, she says, do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, do I make you ra- Randy? <laughs> <laughs> she gets in the rotating bed and she's yeah, just baby. Randy. And then she tears her shirt off Austin and she has Powers a ton of chest hair. was in the past in Babylon 5. Timeline. It was in existed. 
and uh, she has uh, like this speedo bottom, which is the yeah. uh, Union Jack. Yeah. And she starts and she starts just like just like thrusting, thrusting. Boy, 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 and Veer is like, and, and Veer start his head starts going boy, boy, boy. And finally, the comedy music comes <laughs> out. Finally, Ste- steam shoots oh. out of his ears. His head starts twirling yeah. around. He goes, humana, and, humana, and then humana, his head humana. explodes. Humana, 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 humana. It turns out he, he was makes a, a couple of wolf howls. Yeah, he's a fembot. Yeah, and then his yeah his head explodes. Yeah, <laughs> he's done. <laughs> That's the end of year. It's uh, the first main character death after Warren Kepler. <laughs> he, got, yeah. he got too horny. Yeah, <laughs> he died. <laughs> oh boy anyway we've all, been there. we've all been there we just get so horny yeah, we just I mean, croak yeah i mean we we had a friend that died of too horniness yeah hysterical horniness it's yeah. not i don't it's not even worth joking about yeah it's we we shouldn't be doing that um <clears throat> anyway uh so problem. she's like uh uh after that little show uh she goes into to kiss him and uh he's like no no and then uh yes and uh, she, she, she goes goes to town. That's a well. They kiss, a big, and long then, kiss, and then and, she's and like, then, oh, "Did you, did you like the kiss? Did you like the kiss?" And and we got here's another here's another line that I uh-huh. I noted. He says to her, "If kisses could kill, that one would have flattened several small towns." <laughs> well, yeah. that's strangely foreboding line. Yeah. That yeah, is, I, yeah, you know, saying yeah. it now. Uh, you're right. You're right. Wow, that absolutely intentional. Yeah, that <laughs> absolutely. Intentional. Yeah, yeah, absolutely intentional. Uh, all right, you know well, what? Uh, I like that you, line a lot more. Than, <laughs> you pretty... seem like a woman who is capable of flattening whole villages. Yeah. Give me another smoocheroo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then he then he goes he goes back in. He like eats her face. He he's well, like, well, well. He, she she says, not... uh, "Veer, our our marriage is is happening. It's all done. Like what remains is just a formality. So you know what? Why don't you just have a little fun with it?" And he's like, "You know what? <laughs> you know You're what? right." Yeah, because she's like, well, "We're out. married either way. If you don't want to touch my glorious Centauri body, then that's fine. I'll go my own way. But we're we're gonna be married. You might as but, well. So you might as well drop trial. Get, let's see get those, those tentacles out. Get those tentacles goes, out. Let's see the tent. Let's see the tentacles." Um, disturbing kiss, I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, well, he, disturbing. Both of them were not extra, uh, not pleasant to watch. He went into to he. It looked like he was trying to bite her face off. Uh, like I, he, went, I, he went in with like I his mouth fully open. Is uh, let me ask you this: Is Veer into Vor? <laughs> Veer, call him v- v- Vor from now Vior. on. Uh, all right. Well, that's a new fan, fan artist. Uh, send us your. <laughs> Oh my Veer God! Fan Vor artist, fan uh, art. Veer Vor, please, Veer please, Vor. please. I want Veer as Kirby voring in yeah. Linda's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I send us the worst. Send us the worst that you got on Twitter, Instagram, Absolutely. and Gmail. Send us Hashtag the is Veer Vor. Yeah. Send us the worst. I can't emphasize Hashtag enough. is Veer Vor. I can't emphasize this enough. Send us the worst you have. Yeah, it does uh, not have to be good. In fact, if it's bad, we prefer it. Yeah, I just it's I, good, need to I would have more questions if it's good. Yeah, I, it's like, I, if you spend more than five minutes on it, uh, it goes straight. I in the want to be hurt by this <laughs> art. So please. Uh, anyway, is hashtag is Veer Vor. All right, so uh, Ivana Ivanova and Veer, and I want to note uh, this is not the canonical Ivanova and Veer scene in this episode. 
just no. just so we don't skip ahead this is a prelude this is this a, is a prelude this is a honda yeah. prelude um and right. uh <clears throat> yeah my, my brother had one you know uh okay Great. Uh, he he replaced uh, the the gear shift with uh, this like or the the top of it with mm-hmm. uh, like an eight ball. Pretty cool, huh? Is that Fred? Yeah, my brother Fred. Pretty cool. Well, that's pretty cool for Fred. Yeah, he could he could drive. Uh, you know, he 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 could drive a gear shift. It was pretty cool. Um, yes. well, good. Anyway, Ivana and Veer are having a Honda Prelude, and um uh avon was oh, like listen God. i just found out about this abrahamo lincoln and um uh i know i knew like your name is on these papers and also uh i know you knew a lot about earth history that's well established well uh, established. We, we have that scene in the pilot where you talked about what yes. are those sharks uh yeah. oh those earth creatures sharks uh uh that was you and uh he, he's like well all right i'll, I'll be honest it's just a I've been uh, uh, secretly transiting uh, some, uh, you know, uh, some Narn over to work camps. Uh, and that, you know, that's better than Narn. So, you know, it's not yeah, good, the Narn home world not is, bad. The Narn homeworld is a, a freaking mess. It's the work camps the, are, yeah. you know, not great either, but at least they have a, a bunk and they have, you know, meals. Small uh, freedoms. Uh, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, sending them to work camps. And, uh, Yvonne was like, no, it doesn't really sound very, you're not, that doesn't sound better. It does but... not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, okay. And then, um, so now, uh, we, we see a huge mess. Oh, it's just a freaking mess. In Sheridan's mess. kitchen. I will it... say, I appreciate the detail that Sheridan is not a good cook because I feel like whenever I see a captain on a starship cook a meal, he's the fucking best cook in the whole world. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're saying that because we, we just finished uh, like the season of strange new world, which, yeah. Uh, you know, Pike is, uh, Pike is a great chef, a great chef and a great and, thing to look at as well. Yeah. And, and, uh, I want to, and, and did you notice listeners? He called, uh anson mount a thing he just uh views <laughs> him as a, a handsome decoration he doesn't Absolutely. view him as a whole human he just views him as a as a handsome gray fox with an <laughs> unbelievable ass uh <laughs> with one of the fi- with one of the finest tiniest i've ever seen yeah he's got his <laughs> he's got a he's got a funny steve honey. was uh watching <laughs> watching strange new worlds and would just text me that anson mount he has a finey hiney. Um, <laughs> it's true. Anyway, anyway, Sheridan is a oh yeah, he's Sheridan a disaster. Is not he's a in, disaster. He's well, this isn't uh, uh, an opposite. This is one of you know Deep Space Nine, a show with similar themes. Uh, uh, Cisco <laughs> uh, is a great chef, uh, but uh, Sheridan is not. Interesting. Anyway, interesting. I I I, I don't think this is all, but he made no, Florn. Which is, uh, if you remember, that was uh, like in that episode where like he fell asleep. There was like this long, (laughs) hilarious uh, scene where he he fell asleep. Extremely funny. There was just uh, like a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff. Anyway. This is a sequel episode to all of the great comedy episodes on Babylon 5. Well, that wasn't a comedy episode. I'm pretty sure that was uh, the episode, uh, the pandemic episode. Um, Comedy episode. Which uh, I didn't find that funny, but I know Steve, (laughs) Um, you you have have dark humor. I have a twisted sense of humor. Yeah, Steve is twisted. I don't know. Yeah, it's like 
you you might laugh at uh you know someone uh dropping a a, a pie. I laugh when they drop a bomb. <laughs> Steve, in addition to yeah. uh, texting me about ants and mounds, finey hiney, um, Steve also yeah. texts me dead baby jokes. Yeah, like Steve <laughs> loves these like dead baby jokes. They're I still, find them too. Disturbing. The community is still thriving. And uh, th- well, this is what Steve does. So Steve sends me these dead baby jokes. He sends them. He sends me emails. They're chain emails, and they're full. Yeah, of these they're still going around. Jokes. Still going around. And you know what Steve tells me at the end? Every time he sends me one of these, you know what he says? What? He says, "He says oh, I'm going to hell." <laughs> and I tell him, "Yes, you are. These are twisted. Stop sending That's me these just dead who baby I am. jokes." I'd rather, uh, I'd, I'd rather laugh with the sinners than uh, pray with the saints or whatever, you know? Yeah. You Steve, know. are you excited about the upcoming Twisted Metal TV show? Uh, no, because I think it's a comedy, and I, I want it to be straight drama. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be serious. What's so, that? Who is the guy who runs the tournament? What's Calypso? Calypso, yeah. Well, is he like a clown or something? Sweet, no, Sweet Tooth stole the tournament from Calypso in <laughs> Twisted Metal 3. <laughs> And Calypso became a playable character. Wow. Wow. This the is, tables this is have some turned. very rare Steve Gamer content. Because everyone gets a wish when they win the Twisted Metal Tournament, and Calypso's wish was to get his tournament back. So, uh, uh, Flarn, <clears throat> uh, we, he, he reveals the Flarn, and it looks like uh, tofu cubes with four carrot spears on top. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything. And yeah. um, uh, so I, I looked this up, of course. Uh, in right. the, we the have Babylon the cookbook. Five cookbook. And it is, uh, it, it is, uh, uh, it is uh, a tofu dish. Um, <clears throat> it is, uh, uh, so the ingredients, I'll, I won't go through, but essentially it looks like, so the finished Florin, according to the Babylon 5 cookbook, doesn't quite look like this, uh, because uh, I believe, you know, uh, the the implication here is that uh, John is not a good cook. He even says, well, I, I you know, I'm no Garibaldi uh, who's off, uh, you know, recording his radio show right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is, uh, it's a uh, tofu, garam masala, onion, oh, oh. Uh, 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 eggs, peas, breadcrumbs. Like, I think it's uh, like tofu good. rolled up in yeah. in this and then like fried uh with this it actually like we and there's jalapeno actually sounds really tasty there's almonds i would not have ima- okay i would not have imagined that for a a, a minbari dish it's, it's like uh it on his, this this looks like uh some sort of um like using the garam masala and like uh some of the the stuff here i am going to assume that this is kind of maybe a riff on a like an indian dish of some kind sure um, well it sounds good i'd eat it yeah i'd eat it too uh would delen eat it well, we'll see so uh the <clears throat> so delen uh is like uh sheridan he he apologizes in advance and he's just like listen this is not going to be good this is garbage food but i made a lot of it uh and uh she's like no 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 it's it's the thought that counts let me uh try out your uh tofu cubes and uh she takes a bite and then says take a look at that picture behind you oh yes i love that picture it's, and then uh, she oh, covers me up holding the, a fish the cube i caught of- it in lake michigan in yeah. chicago 
uh, covers up the tofu cube with this, uh, salt and pepper. This fucking dork. I have a lot of great stories about catching that fish. Oh, which, let me turn around. Oh, which okay. Don't... Yeah. I mean, I know, it, uh, like, to some cooks, it might be insulting to be like, oh, I'll just add a little salt. But, I mean, I don't think it's really that insulting if you're like... It's a table spice. It's for personal It's, like, taste. literally sitting yeah. there right in front of her on the table. Like, yeah, he's not like it available. Went... He didn't hide it. Yeah, yeah it's not like, like oh, let me add the... a... Yeah, like, I thought like she was gonna scrape it out on into like a napkin or something. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, yeah, well, she's like, oh, uh, uh, let me add salt when John's not looking. These are the kind of details that you miss when you're literally the only person writing a script every <laughs> fucking day. And then, and then uh, he go back. He turns around and he goes, "How was it? Enough salt?" And she goes, "Yeah, it's, right. it's great. Okay. All right, wonderful." Yeah. So now, uh, Veer is here, and he's walking down the hall with his soon-to-be new wife, and they're confronted by an angry Narn with a <gasps> knife. Oh, no. And he says, like, he, he's like, oh, you're a murderer. Oh, no. uh, he said, if I, I knew if I'd follow you long enough, I'd get to the murderer. And, yeah. um, and, and Veer, uh, like, confronts, stands in front of the man uh, to defend his wife, because he's, after having he's a wife been guy. kissed, he's now he's a, a wife, wife guy. guy. He's like, ooh, it's all it yeah, takes. He's, it's he's all turned takes. into a wife guy, and um, Sheridan. Meanwhile, uh, he hears on the radio uh, about this, and he's like, "Well, it's just downstairs. I gotta, uh, I gotta." Hold go on, let me this. go jump into the fight. And this is a great opportunity for Delane to just throw all that disgusting food into the trash. Um, yeah, and I hope she does. And um, <laughs> and so Sheridan runs down, and uh, like. He sees. He literally runs down a ramp. This is yeah. this is a wrestling entrance. Yeah. So he runs down. It's Sheridan. My God, Sheridan has arrived. Yeah, and uh, then the guy starts fighting Sheridan, and then he starts fighting Zach Allen, and <laughs> Zach like he draws a knife on on Zach. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, he says, Zach's just like, put it down, man. Put it down. And the guy's like about to to run in run at Zach, and he says some mysterious words. I'm I'm pretty sure we've heard these before. I'm pretty sure this is uh, Sean Carr. Yeah, he says Sean Carr. I'm pretty sure that was he says yelled Sean Rose. In the first. Yeah, he he yelled at Sean Rose. He did um, not say. He did not say my name. Anyway, uh, and then uh, uh, Zach Allen shoots him, uh, and uh, he he's dead. Down he goes. Rest in peace. Um. So now. We have uh, Ivanova with uh, Sheridan on the the phone from uh, the brand new Med Bay, mm -hmm. and uh, but you know we don't see Franklin because he's he's actually he's guesting also... on Garibaldi's yeah. radio show, mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, and Ivan was saying, and Veer had no explanation; she he didn't know a, a ding dang thing about this this attack. And Sheridan's like, well, I mean, this guy has a Sean Carr. Uh, like he said, Sean Carr, that's a blood feud. So, uh, yeah. you know, it seems like he has something personal against Veer, against and sweet like, little Veer. Who could ever hate Veer? Veer, and, no. And Vonda was like, oh, that's weird. Oh, and so weird. now we, we're with uh, Veer and Linda C. And Veer uh, points out a little fun continuity for you continuity heads. Uh, you know, you've been sticking with us. It's like, uh, the last couple times I got it was at Babylon 5, I got hit in the head. And you know what? Boy, he's, oy, he's, oy, right. Oy. he's right. He's yeah. right. A little bit of continuity for you freaks. 
yeah. like, why why is Veer constantly getting tended to? Oh yes, because he's constantly being attacked. <laughs> and uh constantly getting his ass kicked. And uh Linda Steve's like, well, it's <laughs> it was just from a silly dumb narn who gives a shit about what they, uh, yeah, they, they, what, they what they say and do. Yeah. Uh you're a hero. Yeah. And so uh now we get a very big scene. <sighs> Why are you sighing? It must be the sigh of longing. Yeah. The sigh um, of the sigh is something. Uh so Ivanova and Veer are chatting and, and she's like, well, pretty sure there's another Narn that's going to be out to kill you, Veer, um, because uh, this Narn came with his pouch, brother. And uh, this is a I, I love Sean, I heard that term and I just I just Sean's lifted favorite the, term, the Sean, I love the it, which my, my pouch brother. And um, I also, uh, you know, I have a lot of feelings about my pouch brother and I'm mm-hmm. always, uh, yeah. So, so I can relate and, to that. And so uh, I, I she, she's like, well, the blood oath goes to this. Yeah, it goes to brother. the next, the next one in line. And so, uh, and Veer's so that, gonna die. Yeah. Do you have any blood oaths against you? And he's like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. And then Ivana was like, well, what about, uh, you know, this, this woman that was with you? And he goes, oh, my like, beautiful you're wife. You're about the woman. Let me ask you some questions. Yeah. And uh, and then, and then it uh, then then, then things take a turn. Um, <laughs> things take oh, an yeah. unfortunate so, turn. <laughs> uh, Veer's like, well, speaking of uh, my soon-to-be beautiful wife, uh, uh, can you tell me what do women want when things get intimate? And he's, what he's a girl wants. What a girl needs. His fingers to imply what a girl wants. And now that I think about it, because he's talking about the tentacles, so it's like you know, tenting your fingers together. It's you know, bridging all their their tentacles. Yeah. And Ivana is um, like, yeah, no thanks. Ivana uh, is, no, 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 no. Don't you have like Ivana someone is, else to yeah. talk to? And he's like, don't you have any friends? And he's like, no. Just, just Ivana. And again, and I'm going to establish this, and I'm going to say this again. This was in the past in in uh, uh, Babylon Five time. This is what in 2260, 61 at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So in the past, there are two pieces of media that Ivanova could have offered that would have cleared all this up. I One think, yeah. is what a girl wants by Christina Aguilera. Great. Is it like listen to this track? This will tell you everything uh, you learn a lot. Two, the classic comedy film "What Women Want," starring Mel Gibson. Oh uh, yeah, he, he could hear what <laughs> he could hear think. what women yeah. thought. Yeah. And and listen, Veer, there you go. You got just, it. Just just pop this in your uh, antique VHS. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but he he's very go. pushy. He's like, no, I really want to know. Please tell, tell me what me to do when when you I have sex. Yeah, when I get into the sack with my beautiful wife, who might be a little racist, I don't know. I'm at this point still blinded by her beauty. Uh, what happens? Yeah. And she's like, please <laughs> stop. <Yeah. laughs> she's like, well, you know, like women. She's your wife. Like, don't you know her? Like, she's going to be your wife. And he's like, no, never met her before. Today's and, my. And, I, I and, saw her for the first time today. It's my and first she, day. And here we go. She says, uh, I mean, well, haven't you, you know, and, uh, he, he says, uh, I've only gotten to one and, uh, she goes, just, what is that? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, for first base. And she goes, oh no. Uh, and fear says, no, 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 
you see there's there's levels we have based on the levels. number of peppers out and each so one, pepper, yeah yeah each pepper is uh more yeah. intense every every pepper is a step up in intimacy and pleasure pleasure yeah, yeah like once you get yeah. all six out yeah i appreciate that this scene explained it to us but i i think it is strange that someone in a high military rank doesn't know the basic uh biology of of one of the I, great races i don't know <laughs> like i feel like i think it's fair to say that ivanova we went on a rant a couple episodes ago about how like they must all learn their other languages in school. There's only one language. There's, there's only one person. Learn. There's only one know. person that would have known. I wouldn't. You know the rules about crossing species. Stick with the list. Only okay, one that's person. That's fair. This and has his been name. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> we know it was Jeffrey. And his we, name we is Jeffrey. We have Sinclair. established again. We have established. This is important continuity, Ben. Thank you very much. Yeah, that is. scene establishes right that off the top. A lot there of are people mysteries. There are do mysteries. not know. A lot of people. It is not. This is why he got kicked off of Babylon Five. It was yeah. not to live with the Minbari and do his ranger stuff. People were scared. He was the doing absolute, the genital he the, book. Because he's the absolute unit. He's the ultimate sex man, uh, Jeffrey Sinclair, with his frictionless sheets. If only Sinclair was here to I'm give Veer advice. A, I'm composing If only a Sinclair, even Veer said, well, the, the original sex man is not here. So uh, Yeah, because Veer could have... He would just tell Veer, me to get frictionless sheets. If, if things were a little different, you know, uh, Sinclair would have been in this episode. Yeah. Sinclair and, would have said, and, and this Veer conversation would have happened with Veer, Veer and Sinclair, and, and Sinclair would have said, I'm he glad you came to me, Veer. He would have Let said, me tell you how to pleasure yeah. a woman. He would have said, Veer, I know how to pleasure any woman. Of Veer, any... come here. That's what he would have said. <laughs> I have a spare set of frictionless Veer, sheets for you. Yeah, I have some frictionless sheets. Step Please one. look at my manuscript about all of the ways that these peppers can go into the pepper patch. <laughs> Step one: frictionless sheets. Let me see those tentacles. Let's see what you got. All impressive, right, yeah, impressive. Work, I'll show yeah. you mine if you show me yours, my friend. Okay, and remember, yes, this is just for evaluation. Okay, <laughs> now this is All fanfic, right. folks. We fanfic. No, I was going to say no ideas. Fanfic. This is straight. Fanfic. This is. Uh, and this is just what sexy. would have happened. This, this is, 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 it is what for education. But still, nevertheless, we were, did not see it, which makes it a uh, primo yeah. fan. Well, it's it's, it's uh, elsewhere. This is this is just if 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 Sheridan stuck around. This is, I mean, this would have been. I'm sure this was in uh, JMS's five year plan. You know, this I think Ivanova was in JMS's five year plan. Yeah. To be, cl- I think Ivanova gave some pretty like good advice. She did about how she gave very, to she gave very good advice, enjoy. Honestly. A sexual encounter when you're perhaps a little nervous. Yeah, she, uh, honestly, she gave very good advice. Very, she gave like the most reasonable advice that she could possibly give in this scenario. She says, uh, "Enthusiasm, compassion, and humor will carry you through." Yeah, yeah. I think it's true. Yeah, it's true. And then Veer true. says, "Wow, my tentacles." <laughs> she leaves. Or he yeah. leaves, and she's like, "Wow, six peppers." Um, it's <laughs> fucked up. She's like, yeah, she's like, yikes, weirdo. Should I talk to Sinclair a little more? <laughs> uh, should I ask Jeffrey while he was still here? <laughs> yeah. So Sheridan, and and he when he left his videotape, 
he didn't explain that on the videotape either. Um, So uh, uh, Sheridan is in his little house and Delana enters and and she's like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just got a little sore, a little sore from the, the knife stab. And uh, she's like, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta be careful because if you, you do this all the time, there won't be any more romantic dinners. Let me help your yeah, hurt let me arm. Help you with your, let me get this uniform out off of you. And um, she starts to unbutton his uniform or unclasp. I don't know how this. Is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they start. Here's the thing. It's little, very funny. Like share this. Sheridan oh. Delenn, uh, like courtship oh. is like the most chaste courtship you'll yeah, ever see. It's like this is it so... is. Yeah. They keep they keep doing the the they're like oh they're it's... about to kiss but they get interrupted. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's very wholesome. Like it's not sexy at all. Like Veer's courtship is a lot sexier because you see him literally get horny. And try to eat his wife uh, because well, and he's trying Vera to is bore, and he's now he's um, going to to uh, get all six of his peppers. Yeah, that, and he's like, so, but yeah, Sheridan's just like, oh boy, oh boy, a pretty lady. I want to uh, give her a, a chaste kiss on the lips. <laughs> Maybe if the time is right. Um, and uh, so they're about to kiss, and uh, then uh, he gets a, another emergency radio call. No, like oh. And here's the thing. So they're about to, they were about to kiss. About and, to and then he lips. has like, he, they have like a minute of like an awkward goodbye. He could, you could still peck here. You know, you could still have a little. Yeah. Oh, no, they could have no, no. something The moment, there. the moment was ruined. I, yeah, I stand right. with this. The moment was wow. ruined. All right. By Ivanova. And I'll never forgive her for this. Oh, and then there was another thing, which was that Ivanova she she phone calls and she immediately like her her video shows up and she's like oh oh i'm sorry i didn't know uh, i didn't so, know you were which uh, leads me to um, think like so can you just see anyone's pri- like break anyone's privacy <laughs> by yeah, giving them accept, a call don't they have to like accept the transmission you should accept the call like i'm pretty sure that's how it ha- I, and we've seen people like accept transmissions before i think right i, I like, don't think that because I, I could be wrong. Seen I don't know. an awkward sexy moment with uh uh sheridan but that was because she was being like she was the hologrammed uh, into yeah into his quarters yeah uh when the fox news host was like please fuck me please Um, touch my but but this time that wasn't yeah that wasn't the 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 case she was just like whatever who cares it made for a great moment that's my uh cinnamon uh cinnamon sin that's my cinnamon sin my cinnamon uh, sin uh for this episode no anyway i loved it actually uh, so uh, uh, Sheridan and Ivanova have a meeting with Londo and Veer, where Ivanova's like, listen, uh, so uh, Veer has uh, been uh, forging these secret transit He's been a bad little boy. To, to move Narn to secret work camps, and uh, we I've checked on these uh, work camps. And we, we know this is actually your work, Londo. And he's like, what? And Vera's like, come on, shut up. Yeah, don't tell her. And, 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 she, and she's like, only Londo could have come up with a scheme this good. And he's like, yeah. stop it. Shut up. And, um, and she's like, uh, listen, uh, we, went, we went through uh, all these papers and uh, all those Narn are dead. 2,000 of them. 
And then meanwhile, we we cut and we see Veer's wife walking down a hall. Uh, and uh, the, the Pouch brother pulls out a knife and starts to go after her. And then we return to the scene. And Lando is like, oh, good job, Veer. You <laughs> killed 2,000 yeah. Lando just being... Blah, predictably blah. evil mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then well, so, and, and sheridan's like th- come on that, that's that's an evil thing even for you to say yeah it's like jesus christ dude. and uh veer runs away and he's like they're not they're not dead and lando's like blah, what? what what and um and and veer comes clean they're they're women and children that that were hurt not getting treatment and, and uh, so community he, leaders, he, I thought this was a nice detail. He's like, there, there were like community leaders who were keeping the Narn language alive because like, you know, the, there are different languages that we're not allowing them to speak. It's like, oh, that's a very specific thing that happened. So uh, nice touch. And, um, you know, I sent them to get medical care and then shuttled them back to Babylon 5 and other places. So they can get to safety, and and then uh, you know I forged documents until they died. My only regret is I wish I could have saved more. So you know what, Jakar's uh, uh, guilt trip on uh, Veer worked. It worked, <laughs> and uh, that's the JMS. You know he plants a seed, and now here we come to collect. And thank you, JMS. Um, and and Lando is like you, you, you little asshole. How dare you? You know what How you did? You. If this gets out, I'm going to be in deep shit. This is going to be a big scandal because I got you that position. And Sheridan's like, wait, 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 wait. If you're saving these Narn, then why are they trying to kill you? And Londo's like, they're Narn. They don't need a reason. So now we have Veer sitting in the garden. He's looking looking a little troubled. Yeah. And uh, Lindesty, his, his wife-to-be enters and says that he looks troubled what's going on and yeah. you know Veer's like listen i thought i was doing the right thing yeah. but now i'm not but this was and, I, I will i will say uh uh this was a surprise to me because i thought maybe like i thought that maybe the plot was going towards her getting killed by the narn mm-hmm. like it seemed like it was leading to that and then it was mm-hmm. like oh no she's okay so i assumed like this whole scene like oh the narn is probably gonna like burst in or something and like yeah then like no, this, this episode gonna, yeah, uh, goes like in a, a a very different uh, yeah, that is not the direction, uh, it goes uh, direction. yeah um which is uh yeah he, she she says to him well like well what what went what went wrong and he's like i had something to do with the narn and she's like well you're right whatever it is because narn they're they're lazy and they're genetically inferior they this was <laughs> a line like, that uh, stuck out to me she goes like they Jesus foul Christ. their own nests yeah, which is like kind of like that's just and she, she, she uh, just she, goes like full blown like Nazi. Yeah, yeah and it's uh, like uh, and she she what? she's like the sooner they're dealt with, she, the better off we all are. And um, you like, know, no I'm glad. Believe in this, right? She's yeah, like, this yeah, is, I do. Yeah, oh, you know, like, you yeah, you've been is, joshing yeah. me about your being concerned about Narn, and because you've been joshing me, well, I've got a fun little surprise for you. So hold on, I have, gonna, a, yeah. I have a little game for you as well. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. play a little game. And so she puts her hands over his eyes and guides him into her, her little house on Babylon 5. And she opens up the doors. The, the lights are off. And he opens his eyes. And she turns on the lights. And there's the pouch brother. And he's bound and gagged. Knocked out, but alive. And he's like, up oh, with what pardon, like, uh, pardon uh, me okay. um and uh she goes i was wondering 
here's the thing. This guy was following me, and I, I was trained quite well. I saw this guy tracking me, and um, I was wondering who it was, and I then I recognized him. I saw him on Narn, because you see, the thing is, is that after the war was over, my father and I went there, and he was in charge of calling the herds. Calling the herds. And calling this is when herds. her, like, kind of dead-eyed, <laughs> totally yeah, I was gonna insane say, performance... Is- that's, this is, this where, is the payoff like, of it. Yeah, this is where it really yeah, pays and, off. And what I what I really like about it is that like she doesn't turn up the intensity or anything. No, it's, it's the, the same, same level. It's the same cadence. But yeah, the things that she is saying are much worse, and it she makes it even the, creepier. She I says think. this with yeah. the same like kind of like aggressively like romantic cadence mm-hmm. in, yeah. in a sense, yeah. uh, which makes it very like frightening. Yeah, very, very I say, yeah, for sure. And um, and she's she's just like, well, you know uh what he did was uh he would identify the ones with the most aggression and we would put them to sleep it was more (laughs) humane than necessary but my father has a big heart this this whole scene i like on like quite honestly like my mouth was like agape i was like wow i'm like yeah and and it was just like uh this is uh, going uh, for it it, with this and this and and i was pleasantly surprised just because like I, you know, I was uh, generally, um, not to jump ahead too far, but like, I, I was ge- generally enjoying the episode for what it was. I'm like, oh, this is like a, bre- like, this is just like a fun sort easy of little breezy. Like, romantic, easy breezy kind of thing. And then it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is the, the breezes more are going gone. on here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I see. And this is a time I'll, I'll uh, remind uh, both of you uh, having, now that I've uh, read JMS's autobiography, uh, I'll uh, remind you that JMS's father was a Nazi, like uh, had a uh, and had a Nazi uniform on display in his really? house. Really, I yeah. didn't know that. His, his no, father like... was a very enthusiastic supporter of the German Nazi Party. Not wow, I didn't know uh, that. This, well, not I know that JMS himself I know that JMS himself has been like pretty outspokenly. Like, yes, JMS unreservedly hates everything that and, his father stands for. Um, that's that's yeah. amazing. To, yeah, to be very clear, no, it's he's made yeah. it very. I mean, he's made it very clear. He's, he's made a great episode. It. I'd love to read that book. It's a it's a great book. I don't there there's like one or two things I think might be like so maybe we could discuss it after yeah. after we're done with the once show. We're, um, once we're more yeah. spoiler, safe, the um. Like and it's it's not that his father was like a Nazi officer or or something. It was like when it's he like was a teen, he uh like he had like a sur like his father's like surrogate. Like I, I I might not be remembering this correctly, but any in any case, in, in any case, his, dad his was father a Nazi. was very sympathetic and had a Nazi uniform that he liked to have on display in their house. Um, cool. So uh, uh JMS has. Uh, uh, a very unique insight into this type of whatever this is um like uh, fascism i mean yeah. um, and 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 uh so she's like you know like she says with the like in the same cadence that she was speaking before as you guys pointed out that like it's like you could see the flames burning in the night as we we found the little villages, like we found small villages, which is again, Steve, you pointed this out, and I didn't make this connection. It's like, man. 
uh, like we found these small villages that we purified. We just have to purify whole villages full of aggressive Narn. And, um, Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. And yeah, uh, then a, uh, she's like, this is a haunting moment. And so she's like, uh, uh, so uh, I, she has like the Narn's like ceremonial blade. And she's like, I saved this for you. It's a head of our As I'm a, a trad wife, hashtag yeah. trad wife, uh, uh, you have to kill him. And like, uh, uh, you know, relevant to uh, uh, Veer's conversation with Ivanova, I think this is what she wants yeah. in, in that context. And I'm not even like saying that as a joke. No, I think like right. like I think this is like no, yeah, what, I mean, what what like the thing. Just like please be a strong man and kill this yeah. defenseless Narn. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think this is a pretty unflinching look at what the Centauri are like. like yeah, the show this has been very good. Has been very of Centauri. I mean, this episode has been pretty uh, unhinged with that in terms of it, we had the, we had the joke from the guy up top. We had Londo talking about how great it was to kill Narn. And now we have this and it's just like, it's, and we've seen it obviously in the past, but like this episode is just hitting it even harder. It's um, yeah. a, it's a disease. Um, yeah. And so now we have uh, Londo and Veer, they're meeting and Londo's like, I, I've been on the phone for hours. I didn't tell him everything, but I, I told them enough. Here's the thing. Last time we had uh, ambassador to Minbar, they, they the also went thing. native and they, they also got some ideas. They got, they got so soft. We're going to, this is what's going to happen. Uh, he says, uh, he donned Rapers and says, this never happened. <laughs> yeah. It will shock you. you will, shock it will you shock you how happen. little this ever happened. <laughs> and um, uh, we will never speak of this. Uh, you know, <laughs> Armin Panzerian. Never happened. Yeah. And um, their penalty of torture. Yeah, <laughs> under penalty of a severe torture. And, uh, and Veer, Veer's just taking this. He's just like, he, he's not like, I, what I liked about this, uh, this like particular thing is like Veer is not making a big hero stand. He's just like, he doesn't know what to do. Like he's, he's still kind of like yeah. in his position. He like, I think that's I, I feel a like very... he made a couple of good steps forward, but he's still Veer. And he's just like, uh, I, okay, I guess, like, I guess I'll let Londo. Yeah lecture me about I, I, I what it means to be was, a Centauri. I thought that was kind of the, yeah, I thought that was the correct character choice to make, is that, like, like, Veer, like, maybe you expect him to, like, firmly be, like, you know, like, against everything, but, like, he's kind of not, like, he kind of is still, like, in his position, like, he's kind of still, yeah. like, um, I'll try to do my best to make things better, you know, that it's, it's a very Veer reaction. And, um, so uh, uh, Veer is not going to be ambassador anymore. He's 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 going. We're resetting. Veer, you're you're going to stay here on Babylon yeah. Five with me. And yeah. uh, he gives go he say him goodbye. To, handed him a big reset yeah. button. Yeah, yeah. Your wife is uh, go your say goodbye. Is to, really mad at you. So like, yeah. there she's leaving. But go say goodbye. Maybe you can make this work. Yeah, go say goodbye to your war criminal wife. Um, because uh, she's a good woman and a true Centauri, which Veer's like, you yeah. know. Yeah, she is. Yeah, we're true. Yeah. Mm. So meanwhile, we're in CNC, and uh, uh, Ivanova is sitting at Sheridan's console. 
She's working on a Photoshop. Yeah, she photoshopped <laughs> Abraham O. Lincoln-y. And it's a, yeah. a, a Centauri work. Sheridan. And Sheridan's like, that's me as a Centauri. That's pretty like cool. A, yeah. It's like a, a JPEG that has been Can like you make down, me as a surfer? Like, it's been yeah. like downscaled, I don't know how many times. Yeah. Can you make put me on a big wave? It's like, it's like two DPI. Um, <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, you know, this character still exists. So, uh, you know, until the uh, Centauri uh, figure it out, let's... Uh, uses to keep sneaking Narn out. Yeah, she like and, she makes the fi- the file more believable in a yeah. way. She's like, I'm gonna make this Abraham Olinconi uh, a-, a real man. And uh, uh, you know what? Like this, this is what I was looking for. This is giving me direction. Uh, and uh, I by like the way, being sorry, a dirty I, little sneak. Yeah. By the way, sorry, I saw you almost smooch. And uh, he he says, well, I'm going to make you the official sneakier of Babylon 5. She's like, oh, this is awesome. Thank you. And, and he's like, get out of here. So uh, last, of my office. last scene of the episode, we've got Veer and Lindesty at the, at the docks. And uh, Veer's like, well, I think you're really hot. So therefore... Maybe you could change. <laughs> you got me really horny, so this I'm is, gonna work with you here again. Yeah, he's just kind of like Veer's position is like because if Veer was very like kind of all or nothing, uh, he would uh like you know he would give her up, but like but he would also give up Londo, and he believes that Londo has a good heart as well. Yeah. So this yeah. is consistent, as you were saying, like, this is consistent with Veer. It's like, listen, even though... Well, it's yes. also, like, he's a yeah. guy who's never had a tender touch. That's and true. Now, and now he wants touch. a tender touch, and he's like, yeah. not maybe a touch I'll... Too much. And not a touch too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll just, you know, try to make it work out so I can continue to get these tender touches. And, um... Linda C. says, well, you know, I also think you're confused. And uh, uh, I think you'll get better in time, and I'll wait for you. And then he uh, kisses the war criminal, <laughs> and uh, yep. Veer yep. says, "You know what this, relationships this mass, this mass don't, murderer don't have their ups and downs." And then there's a big boy, and then we get the the credits, and that's yeah. the episode. There it is. All right, folks, that was sick transit Veer. Uh, I you know I just talked. So Steve, uh, can, how how about we we check in with uh, Steve? Sure, uh, you know, not to be a spoil sport, I didn't like this episode that much. Um, I thought it, I thought all of the pieces were all very interesting, and I think that's where it kind of ends with me. Like it's like, oh, this was an interesting episode. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it a good episode. I didn't have a great time with it, um, but it was well. Like it's one of those things where, like, at this point in Babylon Five everyone is doing their thing and it's, it's not a bad episode. Veer is there. He's doing his Veer thing. And Londa, like not a bad episode. I just didn't like it that much. Uh, not greater than the sum of its parts. Um, Linda being the one that the assassins were after was not particularly like a clever twist. Like from the first time I'm like, yeah, that's that's who the assassin. I don't think after. it needs to be a, a clever. Twist, no, it though. doesn't have to be. Like, I, I don't it, like, I didn't need to be M knighted. By it, no, you know? no, I. But it was, 
yeah i don't know it just didn't work for me that, that much uh didn't have a great time but uh, like i said all very interesting it, it's like if this was this is like a middle a of the list, road for you yeah i guess so and I, it this is another kind of like low-key take a breath episodes that didn't click for me and i just I, the show has done them very very well in the past i feel like kind of a grump where i'm like oh i just want a cool action-packed episode i love a good reset i love a good take a breath episode um and there have been some really good ones on babylon 5 uh i i didn't care for this one so much but like i said extremely interesting like all of this like little info drops uh, were extremely interesting, and I am very much looking forward uh, to the payoff uh, for for some of these. Uh, Sean, what did you think? Um, I I was cool with this episode. It wasn't one of my absolute favorites. Um, I would say I was like, I'm like, oh, okay. I I don't know. I think you have to kind of like meet it where it is uh, at first, at least, where it was kind of just like, oh, uh, you know, it's it's just a it's a breather episode. It's it's being a little cutesy. Um, and it was like, okay, that's fine. I, I, I was cool with it. I was uh, in, enjoying it for what it was. Um, but I really liked the, 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 the twist with the, with the, with Veer's wife. Um, like yeah, even great if, scene. Great I, scene. that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the show. If I'm being honest, the, the scene where horrifying she, it delivers that speech. Like it brought everything to, to take a character like that and, and put those words in her mouth and like make her that was uh like just for me like a reminder of everything that i really like about this show where it is willing to do that and uh make you kind of make these characters that seem maybe kind of harmless or or likable or whatever and then do something like that um i think is uh just to me like kind of what this show is all about uh i really liked that so that that really bumped the episode up for me a lot um mm -hmm. even if it wasn't i i wouldn't call it the best it wasn't like the greatest episode in the world. Um, but, uh, I still, uh, I still enjoyed myself. I gave it like, this is like, this is like a solid, like B for me. Um, you know, like I, I would say. I'm a, I'm on the Sean side here. This is a, this is also a B, uh, for me. It's, it's interesting because it is kind of, it, it, it kind of harkens to like those first season episodes. Um, yeah, I was going to say it felt like, like a first season episode in a lot of ways. Like, uh mm -hmm. like the one with the the centauri like lovers or like when lando like falls in love with a sexy dancer or or whatever like like uh those those episodes and um but but it, this this episode takes a lot of those similar themes but now like you know like so many the this Things the contradictions of horrible times where like t you know terrible things are happening like in in Babylon Five or you know like when again when terrible things are happening sometimes those co like those contradictions become too large to ignore and yeah. and that's what like I that's what is th makes this the difference between this episode and a season one episode. Because now so much has happened that where this would be like this light kind of kooky episode that like Veer ends up in this arranged marriage. Uh, but then it, it becomes like, well, the, the, the issue is that like it's because she like a person 
that would be interested in cli- like social climbing on Centauri, of course it, it would be is a, is a somebody is, is yeah. a, is, who's a war criminal. Yeah. Yes. And, and so it's like, you know, th- and a proud this war is, criminal, like a, yeah, like a, a proud one war yeah, criminal. And so it's I like think it, it's a reflection of the times that that Babylon Five is now in. Like that, that's a casual thing. It's not even like she's just like, of course, here's my gift to you. There's not even a hesitation, you know. And I did like that they didn't show what happened to that Narn, and I did like that uh, Veer doesn't right away be like you're evil and so i will never smooch you again like it's it it lives in the reality of this world in a way because like if you are part of a of a race uh or an empire that feels this way like fear does not get away from that like there's fear is not a good guy forever like he's still a centauri so he has to grapple with these things uh so that was all extremely interesting uh and i do like the idea that there are ways to kind of climb up the social ladder and one of them is being a uh, ambassador to a uh mostly peaceful i would say i mean they almost obliter- obliterated yeah, the, the human race um <laughs> yeah but I, I guess they're kind of like weirdo hippies that have a, a strong arm uh that we haven't seen a lot of uh the so a little lately. bit of it a um, little bit uh versus i i am a a war criminal um i i think it's a very sobering look at the realities of of this kind of life like yeah said, so and this, all this very is, interesting all very I mean, interesting this is, we're we're in that period and a lot of like big arc shows have it where you know like uh and and some shows handle handle it well and, and some don't um where like after a big story like a big r- story run especially in the middle of a the season then you know you have like a little bit of a come down uh where where it's it's a breath and and sometimes it's a little hard to to maintain uh that that momentum certainly like in a feel for the viewers in any case let's uh check in on what did you think was the jms line of the episode So many. There were a lot. lot. This episode was full of. I wasn't noting a lot of lines down, but I would say like probably one of the ones with uh with 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 Veer and Ivanova. Probably what one of those? (laughs) Just pick one. I had this one. This is from uh the kind of end ending part of the episode in the garden, uh where uh Lindesty is like, oh, what's what's troubling you? And Veer kind of sidesteps a little bit, and she goes. Well, that covers effect, but I'm reasonably sure that I'm no nearer cause than I was when I sat down. Oh, that's a good like, one. That, that's like, a oh, very good one. Wait, wait, who said that? Who said oh, that? Lindesay said, said that. that. And I was just oh, like, okay. oh, oh man. has oh, a lot. Like, wow. He talks in this very elevated tone. Um, yeah, I mean. And it I, usually I, worked. It usually worked. But that line, I was like, oh, boy. That, yeah, this seems I, like a, that's a bit know. of a, a a mouthful. Mine was just a delay talking about being translucent and trans that was yeah that was on my list too so i i'm happy to give it to unless i have become translucent or insubstantial and nobody has thought to inform me like oh boy and um i'll give that yeah oh we uh, yeah and uh then what was who was the jeffrey sinclair sex person of the episode (laughs) 
Um, I was like, I remember the first half of this episode. I was like, oh, I think it's Linda Lynn, mm-hmm. Uh, But I was like, I can't, I can't give it to her now. She's, she's too evil. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I, she's a murderer. <laughs> like, so it's like, I, I guess technically, I guess it could be Veer. Uh, because Veer is trying to, you know, figure out the the best ways of of doing it. Um, maybe not in the best way, but Veer seems like a perfectly good candidate. Uh, I want to give it to Veer because he was so horny. This he was very, yeah, he was horny. He, you could see it on his face. He was just like, yeah. what? Yeah, he was full of. Uh, uh, he, was, he was horned up, and he was trying to figure. She out. She like touched his arm, and he's like shot up like a cartoon. Like when when. Uh, Bugs Bunny and Drag kisses Elmer Fudd, and yeah, he's he was, just like, Whoa. "This was this may have been this this episode may have been the most flounder uh, <laughs> of the of Veer. Like, this is the most Animal House flounder that Veer has been. Uh, so, I I probably give it to Veer. I would I would say Veer. Yeah, I agree. All right, Veer is now, this Veer's first time winning the? Uh, let me see. I, I would. Think, I think it probably would, is. I I think so. I mean, he's I, not I'm been not been really in it previous is, episodes. It is Veer's so. first appearance on the it would, and i want to say it would have been linda steve until the until the murder part until the genocide until the murder part, part. and, and then i know had to say no i'm sorry i know I'm, I'm sorry i know we're wrapping up i just want to say this real quick I, what i like about linda steve kind of being this frightening uh horrible fascist and is treated as such what i like about that is that you watch a show like star trek discovery where you have uh Giorgio as the evil uh, Terran Empress and she's treated like it's a fun swashbuckling adventure and like no one ever is like you are a fascist horror character Uh, and I do like that in this show they actually show what that would be like which is it frightens everyone and makes them uh, well it doesn't frighten Londo he's like ooh yeah uh, so another strike again. Star Trek Discovery, <laughs> Babylon Five did it better, and Veer is the sex man. I, I'm sorry. What am I listening to the Yum Yum podcast, Steve? <laughs> wow. Uh, maybe one day we will cover. No, we won't. I, I have no interest. All right. Well, we hit all the big ones. We got the JMS line of the episode. We got the Jeffrey Sinclair sex person. Thank you for listening to our coverage. Do Do you want six- me to, to, to give you a taste of next week's episode? Trans transit veer. Let's get a taste of next week's episode. Let's get a taste. Uh, so next episode, a late delivery from Avalon. <clears throat> As Sheridan and Ivanova try to gain recognition of the station's new status among the alien governments, a traveler arrives with an unbelievable story Ooh. out of distant legend. Oh. And uh, this one has a very fun uh, uh, the 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 traveler, I won't say whom, uh, but uh, it's a very fun uh, 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 guest star. We have is a, it the we... same traveler right. from TNG crossover? <laughs> I... Is it Will How Wheaton? dare you? No, is it on, Will no, Wheaton? I, I can't say. It's can't Will say. Wheaton. It's ben Will Wheaton, say. my nerd king. Yes, the star Marvel. of Eureka. <laughs> a late delivery from Avalon. I uh, right. can't wait. So, listener, tune in next week where we discuss a late delivery from Avalon and Will Wheaton shows up. Uh, we're going to have a great time. Thank you for listening to Sick Transit Veer coverage from us, the Babylon Boys, on the last Best Babylon 5 podcast. 
Uh, leave us a review. We'll read it on the air if it's nice, and if it's not, oh, you better believe we're going to flush it down the toilet. And, well, tell your friends. Thank you. Thank you. This is the Babylon Boys Thank signing you. off. Farewell. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. This podcast is starring Ben Vigent, Sean Rose, and Stephen Winchell. Art and theme by Stephen Winchell. Editing by Ben Vigent. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a review on Apple Podcasts.